Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Keepers of the Book. I'm here. <laughs> my, Don't cut that out. Don't cut that out. My name is Mutahir, joined by my brother host, Maz Payet. And we are back with Mistborn. Well, of Ascension, chapters 1 through 11, all of part 1, and I forgot the name of the part. What is the name of the part? The name of the part is... Ghost in the Mist? Oh, Heir, Heir of, of the, the Survivor. Survivor. Next will be Ghost of the, Ghosts in the Mist. And in chapter 1, it's a whole year after the events in um, Final Empire, where Kelsier allegedly dies, and Vin somehow kills lord ruler and yeah somehow that, you were there <laughs> all that stuff um two years later and ellen's the king of Luthadel. uh i want to say the city is sprawling but it's certainly doing way better than it used to do um and who would have thought not having slavery would have spurred the economy yeah yeah who knew who knew <laughs> <laughs> who knew that not having like i don't know we'll get to that uh, so Ellen's dad, he's outside of Lucidel, kind of, kind of in siege. Why like can you say like... Ellen's dad? I don't know why, but just in the setting that we're in, and just calling him dad, just seems like <laughs> I went out for some cigarettes, son. I'll be back. Comes back with an army to capture his kingdom. Uh... <laughs> so he's doing exactly that. He's bringing an army to Lucidel, and um. Ellen is kind of in his study, writing down uh, a bunch of these propositions for the assembly. Which Nerd. is, <laughs> uh, I'm not sure what he's trying to do. Oh wait, they did say that he's trying to make it so that the entire city doesn't just give up. Uh, yeah, yeah. So the um, kind of give him more time to work with his father. Which... Yeah. I'll be honest. Like, I don't necessarily blame the city folk, right? Like. It's one of those things where it's like you can surrender in where only some of you will die, or you can fight them in where all of you will die. Yeah. You know? Um, and Ham pops his head in, and Ellen asks him for some advice. Because uh, Ellen is like super, super outnumbered. Um, it's like. What do you mean outnumbered, though? Explain what you mean by that. Uh, army wise. Army oh, numbers. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's like, what, three to one? I think uh, I thought it was two thousand to five thousand, or was it twenty thousand to fifty thousand? I think it actually might be two thousand to fifty thousand. So, I don't remember the numbers because when the numbers become that big, I'll be honest, me, my eyes kind of glaze over. <laughs> it's like big number versus way bigger number. <laughs> so all we and then not only that, also remember that the army of Ellen is like they're, peasant. They're not trained. Yeah. yeah. So if you're playing Total Warhammer, that's like literally like peasant soldiers, low leadership score yeah. and. <laughs> Everything, but they're cheap, you know. But if we're looking realistically, economically speaking, right, for every person you take off the farms or take off the industry or take off the economy into the soldier, that's a person that's no longer contributing to the economy. In fact, they're eating money, which brings up another good point. They never found Lord Ruler's ATM stash. Yeah, they didn't. Actually. Um, so that was one of the big promises that we were going to get, right? It's like, oh, yeah. you know, we got the ATM stash. You can that's afford. all the wealth. Yeah, basically. So, oh, dang. <laughs> Question for you. Where do you think that is? The well of ascension. 
You think it's in the world, essentially? Yeah. Okay. Or, like... I'll be honest. I think it doesn't exist. What if he just, like, used it and just burned it? Like, for like for his own purpose. Like, he just used it and burned it. Maybe he, like, used it. Maybe he, like, uh, only had... He had so little that he, like, jacked up the price so much to where it made him so rich. What was the purpose of being rich if you're... God King. Uh, pay soldiers. That actually makes sense. <laughs> That's actually a good point. Because <laughs> he would still want to maintain an army regardless, yeah. right? Like we know, obviously, that he was not immortal, and he, he, for him, it would be a nuisance to actually go through and kill everybody and force them and everything. So it makes sense. Yeah, they actually showed that in the last book where he actually like wanted the Inquisitors to kill Vin. Instead of him being himself, even though he was like 10 feet away. Yeah. So. He doesn't like to get his hands dirty. Yeah. Uh, so then we switch over to Vin's side, and she's on the lookout for some mysterious dude named The Watcher that she's been watching for a while. Or they've been watching, watching each other. Each other. Yeah. Uh, and she has the Chandra or or Sur. Or Sur. Or Sur. Or Sur. Or Swa. I'm uh, not calling it that. <laughs> um, Orsuer is bound to Vin by the contract, which is like apparently like uh, like uh, I don't know. It's kind of like you, you you're just you just have to follow the contract. Yeah, I mean, uh, simple as that. And the Chandra, they really focus on the contract yeah like, like that's that's their, their life yeah basically i think later he says like we serve by serving the contract we serve our people yeah so yeah, for them yeah, their yeah. whole servitude is them um and they decide to go back to ellen but that's whenever they get attacked um and that goes into chapter two they're fighting these like eight eight before you move on with this i actually really wanted to just inject this in because i remember we talked about this a lot in yeah. the final empire this epigraph and oh my god the epigraphs right because in the first book right you don't really kind of understand where the epigraphs are going or where they're coming from or what they're talking about for a while Mm -hmm. but you kind of have the worlds set in place so the epigraphs like moving forward will always be great okay arrow one I, i haven't read arrow two so the epigraphs in chapter two says basically talks about the terrorists were being desperate to name something here in the ages and that's what we we're talking about remember mm-hmm. that alendi which by the way that's the guy in the log book from the first book uh that's his name yes, we yeah, have a name yeah. to the not the faith the words now uh-huh. <laughs> so alendi was um proclaimed as hero of the ages turned out he was not the hero of ages and the epigraphs talk about uh uh, this time around chapter two that like the terrorists were kind of getting desperate and they just like lashed onto the first person that they thought mm-hmm. fit him well enough yeah not fit all of it but well enough so yeah i, I was just wanted to highlight that that does confirm our suspicions so. uh-huh all right um so i've chapter three um two two sorry um she's fighting this is all basically just a recap of the magic system um, oh my god okay so Sorry to cut you off again, but th- this is actually one of the reasons, by the way, to you listening, that we wanted to kind of just shove all part one, especially into this one episode. 
Because if we had done the first like first half, I think this episode would be like twenty minutes. Yeah, it, <laughs> there was so much recap in this. Yeah. I if you if you're picking up Well of Ascension and you're just reading through Well of Ascension for the first time and you picked it up right after Final Empire, you could probably glaze over some of it. Yeah, I glaze over it. If you if you picked it up several months down the road, then I would recommend kind of reading along just to kind of get a good refresher, but. Oh my god, I forgot how slow this was. I don't know about your copy of the book. Uh, I read on the e-reader. Uh, it has like a recap of the Final Empire. I didn't even check. <laughs> yeah, it has like a full recap of the of the entire book. Okay. So, uh, all right. If you read that recap, then then definitely glaze over it. Yeah. Um. But anyways, uh, in the middle of the fight, Vin needs some some alien beads. It just is just a small detail. Orsor just throws a a vial of it, so it's uh, it shows that he can't fight because he's not allowed to hurt humans mm-hmm. under the contract. But he can help Vin hurt humans. He uh, <laughs> <laughs> can't hurt, but he can help you. Hurt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and she's used a- after the fight. She of course. Wins, she wins. Uh, she <laughs> she <God>. uses <laughs> she uses the last of her idiom, and Ors Orsoir needs a new body. My God, we're not calling that. Okay, <laughs> it's Orsoir. Right, we're just gonna call it Orsoir. It's O. It's Or S E U R. So it's like Seer. Or Seer. Uh, fu- whatever you. Uh, we're not doing Orsoir. Okay. <laughs> so she uses the last of her idiom, and um. Orsoir also needs a new body, too, because some of his bones are broken. Um, and all of the adium is used up. That was the last of it, as far as we know. Uh, well, that's the last of it that they have, and now it's just like, ooh, that's not good. Um, also, just wanted to throw in, the action here was still top-notch. I- I'm glad to see I I honestly like skimmed through it so fast. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think it was most of the action was held back because there was a lot of that repetition, right? It's just like computer enhanced strength and, you know. Yeah, I don't think this was meant. I don't think he focused much as far as. Yeah, this this definitely. Okay, so if this was a video game, right? This was a sequel to Final Empire video game. This would be like the tutorial, right? Like it wasn't, (laughs) it wouldn't be a training ground, but like this whole fight would just be like, okay flip over and pause double tap square to do a combo move with push pull iron metal or whatever you know like mistborn it, game would be so cool man oh yeah I, oh yeah dude mistborn is such a like a gold mine i don't know why companies don't milk it till it's dry like like games and movies and stuff i don't oh, know why man, i'd love for them to milk that cow like like an anime of mistborn dude oh like with the 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 animation studio, what studio behind Attack on Titan, with mm. like the action of the last book? Imagine that. Woo. All right. Fantasizing done. Fantasizing done. <laughs> on a chapter three, people. Uh, I would just like to say I hate Orsor. <laughs> so, Vin hates Orsor too. Yeah. Um, because, and I, I don't. I don't know if I agree with her. Her reasoning, right? She doesn't like him because ate Kelsier's body after he's dead okay i understand like there is that respect thing where like i'm not gonna like it somebody come in and like yeah you know yeah what's called vaporize somebody's you know 
skin and muscles and left only a bone. Um, but, you know, Kelsier told him to do it. He's just like, you know, I, I, I think she needs to get over it, in my opinion. It is childish, I think. Uh, but she is a child, so. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> on to chapter three. You think you're clever with these puns, huh? It's not a pun. Exactly. <laughs> not even puns. Um, so on chapter three, Ellen's trying to get uh, get an agreement with the assembly because Straff's army is getting closer by the day. Um, and uh, the perspective goes to Vin, and she thinks that people are overestimating her. her uh, yeah, overestimating her because they're like, oh, well, you killed the Lord Ruler so you can kill us entire army outside of our door, right? Uh, and she also thinks back to when the mist gave, gave her alimantic powers. This is clearly foreshadowing and clearly bought up for a reason. Wait, wait, what? Sorry? Uh, she thinks back to whenever um, she was fighting the Lord Ruler and, and the mist. Yeah, 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 the mist gave her power. Um, and I don't know where the there's like a ghost in the mist, like created by the mist. But it, it seemed like, uh, and it was like a human figure. I'm thinking it was Kelsier's ghost or something. Uh, ah, like a fourth ghost. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and she sensed it from bronze, which yeah, means so that she could. That she it's using it's some using sort some of elements. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and, what if that's like the forest ghost, right? The forest, the forest ghost in this will be using like some form. Like, not force, but metal, right? Yeah. Like some form of alimantic. Uh, and this, the the mist clearly has something to do with alimantic even more. And uh, this is also brought up for a reason to remind us uh, that, you know, it's al- alimanticly related. Uh, and she throws coins at it, it disappears. Uh, it goes back to Ellen's perspective, and Ham comes in and says that the assassins were. Oh, the assassins were the, the same people who Vin was fighting last chapter, were the assassins that were trying to kill Ellen. Uh, and Ham says that they were from King Set, not Venture or Straff Venture. Uh, from the ve- from the west, yeah, western dominance. Yeah. So, uh, we got a new player in town. Well, not yet, technically, huh? <laughs> For upcoming chapter within the episode. Uh, uh, so this is a small detail. <clears throat> Ellen's noted that he won't ever be immortal because he was. He said that he won't have the advantage that the Lord Ruler have. I think it's foreshadowing something. That he's either going to be the hero of ages or he is going to get the power of ascension or whatever and he's going to become immortal somehow. He's going to live on forever or something. I think it's I think after you've seen the Iron Eyes for... I'm looking You're like everything. super <laughs> looking into everything. That yeah. one baker, he sounds like he's a hero of ages. <laughs> um... <laughs> One thing I actually wanted to bring up was, and I th- this was a recurring theme, um, and it will continue to be a recurring theme. I'm recurring theme, I'm sure, was that the Ska's mentality, they are looking more uh, confident yeah. and more, you know, sure of themselves, and just Hope- more basically. have more self dignity and self respect, right? Yeah, um, which is good, obviously, right? But 
but you can tell that there's still remnants of that kind of slavery mentality where there's like hopelessness almost um where they kind of want to just surrender and stuff like that so i i see it you know and i think they did talk about like even after and we'll see it later right with say zed where after the lord ruler fell for them right like especially the ones that don't live in the city when news travels slower and stuff like okay whatever they'll just keep plowing away at the fields right like that's, that's that's all they know and I, I like that i like seeing that characterization yeah. of scott yeah um we know like after slavery was abolished in america even right mm-hmm. the slaves just kept working on the same land like yeah obviously some of them left you know some of them see that yeah. chance and opportunity to go ahead and move but like that's majority will still stay there because they they just have that mentality it's not until maybe a generation or two afterwards where they kind of don't grow up with that subjugation that they kind of move past that yeah very deep very deep a lot of depth to so what i said or to the book what you oh yeah no i i like looking at stuff like that I like um for me, it's the for me in my opinion the most important thing is uh, other than plot, I would say is probably world, world building and like if yeah. you, uh, that's why like sometimes you know people say uh, they like prequel books where they actually talk about some battle that happened in the past. Sometimes I actually like just hearing about just give me an overview of what happened in the battle. If I feel like it takes away from them a bit of a magic if you, but that's okay. That's only for the books though. Mm-hmm. For if it's movies or TV shows, I actually do want to see it. Like, but if it's a like book, Star Wars, right? Yeah, yeah, right. So Star Wars, when they talk about Clone Wars, I'm glad that they actually made the prequels. Yeah. Um, but for when it comes to the books, like the way they talked about the past, uh-huh. I hope that Brandon Sanderson doesn't actually go back and well, I I don't know if hope is the right word, but like I'm I'm content with it being the way that it is, where we just talked about what happened in the past. Yeah. Because that seems more mystical to me you or, know where we don't have all the details or um we do get to see but in the in the eyes of like quan yes that's Quan's, what that's what yeah. i mean right yeah. like that so Quan like explains. bits and pieces like yeah. drip fed some of the stuff to us so yeah i what is an idiosyncrasy it idiosyncrasy yeah um, is that a made-up word because i looked it up on on the e-reader and then have a different definition i'll be honest i honestly don't know model a mode of behavior or ways uh, of thought peculiar to any individual well that doesn't help me at all mode of behavior way of per- thought. particular to an individual so like it's a behavior or a thought i guess it's a way of thinking i guess for one person wow he really pulled out the thesaurus for that one mm. yeah god <laughs> Uh, and we move into chapter four. Uh, we're in a perspective of Zed now, and he's watching a dead guy. These were my favorite chapters. Yeah. Zed's. Yeah, Zed Marsh. Yeah. Um, same so far. Uh, and a dude named Tier Twa <laughs> tells Zed <laughs> that the dead guy was working like normal. The, the dude that's dead, he actually like worked more than... Most people did, but uh, he kind of just like was working, 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 and then randomly a day, a mist in the daytime killed the dude, like kind of like wrapped around him and then 
suffocated him and like blood bended him and stuff. Blood bended. <laughs> yeah. So okay. So what do you think this is? No idea. Okay. To, to I me, this has to be the deepest, right? I I have an idea. Um. I don't have an idea. Actually. Wow, that was quick. Yeah. That was like I think record for the fastest like fan theories ever been shot down. So so maybe okay, I do I do have an oh idea. Oh my god. So maybe From the ashes rises the phoenix of a new idea. <laughs> um maybe the mist in the day was always there before the Lord Ruler. But whenever he died, the mist can come out again. Because, like, okay, so the mist... Well, that's what it has to be, right? Like, yeah, the that, mist that's... were there. Lord Ruler came in. He took the, down the deepness. And then uh, the the mists were kind of scared or whatever is causing the mist is scared coming out in the daytime. Now Lord Ruler is dead, and then it's coming out again. So that means the threat is still there. I don't think it's a deepness. Because later on, we see in an epigraph that Quan says that there is a doom other than the deepness that we need to worry about. Yeah. Um, so, I don't think it's a deepness. Quan says it's another doom? Was that one of the epigraphs? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if the deepness is a mist, right? Like, boy. Deeperness. <laughs> Deepestness. But we never had any issues with the mist last book. Because so, because of Lord Ruler, right? Like oh, we're going, yeah. it has to do with Lord Ruler. Um, but yeah, sorry. Go ahead and check. Um, and after Zayzen makes a grave for body, he teaches the ska about religion that could have belonged to these ska's ancestors, and they're really actually more concerned about when the Lord Ruler will come back because he like have he. Uh, brought stability and stuff that's that's the thing right like for some people they'd rather be live under subjugation even if it means stability because this is actually one of the i've i've seen lectures about this is that people in general like whether we like to admit it or not we actually prefer stability in one way or another however it is we achieve it we will take stability over chaos even if it is just temporary chaos to achieve a better world yeah um yeah it's it's not i don't think it's a change thing it is not i don't think it's that whole that people uh, that scott fear the change it's that they fear that that middle ground that that transition transitionary period right where it's mm -hmm. like well what do you do yeah where's the food come from for a while you know so it's who's uh, gonna watch us <laughs> yeah right like <laughs> Especially when the ministry doctrine has taught you that he's God, basically, right? Like, now yeah. God's dead. It's like, well, we're screwed then. Yeah. Um, um, so then, Seized, he decides that he's going to teach them. He's going to teach his God about other ways of survival, other methods, other, like, little tips and tricks. Uh, then we move into Chapter 5. Vin's uh, getting followed by these priests of the survivor of Hatson. Um and they ask if she's gonna destroy the army that's coming. That's like a lot of way to put on a little girl's shoulder. Uh and Vin escapes the questioning 
it's kind of like in those movies whenever someone popular is like running yeah, away from like the press. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and Vin goes to kill a dog and takes it. Like, Peta must hate this book, man. Like, she literally just goes up, punches it in the head, and then kills it and takes it, throws it over her shoulder. Um, and she takes it over to Mr. Angsty Teen or Swear so that he can uh, turn into that dog. Of course, he's, of course he's salty about it because that's his character. Um, and then some metal expert, I forgot what they were called. The guys that oh, combine the guys the are like, yeah, yeah, they make the alloys and yeah. stuff. Yeah, uh, he sends over something called duraluminum. Duralumin. Duralumin. Um, and because they were trying to pronounced. what? I'm pretty sure that's how it's pronounced. Because uh, uh, they were trying to figure out the opposite of aluminum, and aluminum we saw in the last book was the one that burned away the metals if you burned it. So I actually, this was brought up later on, but Duralumin, Duralumin was it actually strengthens your current metal that you're burning, and I, yeah, I predicted that too. In a way, no, no, you didn't. No, I not in you the episode, that... but I in oh. my in my notes, I was like, I'm pretty sure it just strengthens it. And then well, later it strengthens on, it in a way like it doesn't strengthen it like it's like a massive just dump. It dumps. Yeah, I didn't expect that. Two hundred percent, and all of them too. Yeah, whatever it is, you're. Uh, I guess you're burning. I don't know if it's okay. So this is weird. I don't know. Does it burn all the reserves you have? Or let's just say if you're burning pewter, right? Yeah. And then you burn your element. Will it just dump it all pewter into three hundred percent for like five seconds or whatever? I'm but it will sure. leave your iron intact in your tin or yeah, whatever right sure. that's what that's what i'm thinking it only it overcharges whatever overclocks <laughs> whatever it is you're burning at that moment i think yeah. so yeah no that's um again this feel the beginning of this felt kind of jarring it felt very rpg questy right where there's like your really? pro vin is going through the city town center and gets approached by a bunch of people runs past them into a pet store to pick up a dog and then <laughs> picks up another item from another question. Go here. Now go here. Right? Like Retrieve it, the it, dog. <laughs> it felt jarring. Again, I, it didn't I guess, feel smooth. I guess if we, if this was in movie form, it would not be that great. Yeah, that's not. This would like be it. like Rise of Skywalker, not in a sense like oh, terrible God. story, terrible everything, but as in, so like, it's a shame that movie got canceled. That would have been great to see how it was in the. No. <laughs> Just but it, what happened. <laughs> it was like. Uh, All archives deleted. No one ever <laughs> knew what happened in that movie. That movie, though, was just like, go here. Now, let's oh, go here. Yeah, I never saw it. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even, man. I know. I'm sad, too. You yeah. have to admit its existence, though. Learn yeah. from your mistakes. <laughs> it was our mistake in trusting in Disney. <laughs> hey, Rogue One was amazing, and Clone Wars is amazing. Mandalorian is amazing. Rebels is amazing. Rebels isn't amazing. It's good. Rebels is amazing. I, I think Rebels is amazing. Rebels, like three quarters of it was like average, but you know, 
Okay. We're not going to get into that <laughs> too far. Maybe, maybe another time. Um, so then Vin goes to Ellen, tells him about Demetto and how much she hates being around that Kondra. I would hate to be around him too. Um, and then she swallows it with ham around because uh, he says that's kind of worth of a shot, worth a shot because it can't kill you; it can only make you sick. Uh, and she doesn't get sick, which indicates that it's used for something. Uh, whenever you burn a metal and you don't feel its effects right away, if you don't that get means, sick or anything, yeah, that means yeah. it has. That, that's right. The alloy is pro- correct. Yeah. But I did before you continue. I did want to bring this one up real quick. Quan, this is the epigraph again. Mm-hmm. Um, Quan says that Lendi should not be allowed to complete his quest. Yeah. And he says, was he a free... And I also was thinking, like, you know, that means he must know, right? Like, the Well of Ascension would give you, like, insane power. And, like, that... Okay, so so that means that he knows that he wasn't the Hero of Ages. But remember, it said the Hero of Ages could be somebody who is good, like, who would use the power to save the world, or or somebody who would use to destroy the world. Lord Ruler destroyed the world, so he could literally he could have just easily been the hero of ages. Or he saved it in a way. We don't exactly know that's what I'm saying, right? This yeah. is so like what if the whole twist in Hero of Ages is that yeah, Lord Ruler literally just what well, he was the hero of ages. Because he ascended, right? He killed Elendi, he ascended, and he had the power to save the world or destroy it. He saved it from uh uh the the, the deepness. Mm-hmm. And he destroyed it, essentially, yeah. right? Yeah. Mutual confusion. Right? Yeah, like, I, I have so many theories. Like, maybe Rashik, uh stole it and killed everybody there, including Elendi, Kwan, and Elendi's friend, too. That got, remember, he got, like, stabbed by something yeah, invisible. Thing, yeah. That, that has something. To do with something. <laughs> oh, I, wow. I, I like... Tell us more, Professor. <laughs> I don't have enough information to make my million IQ predictions, but there's some going on, obviously. Uh, Dang. Yeah. Uh, so at the time, going back to the story, at the time, they didn't know what uh, their ralumanumanum did but they know that it did something um and then we move on to chapter six uh ellen and clubs watches ben spar and spook shows up too they like throw some he's bets. a man now yeah he's got like a full-on beard too and he fixed his accent yeah. which i'm kind of disappointed of because it took only a year and i was expecting a slow well remember it was already get- going away in final empire it it was starting to. It didn't seem like it to me. It was kind of the same from the beginning to the end. I think you're going to have to go back and read it. Yeah, I, I think but, I'll have to uh, read it again. Oh my god. <laughs> Dragon so much these days. <laughs> uh, and Spook says that he's been out and about spying on different cities. Uh, and says that some people are like planting... planting uh, rumors that there's uh, a huge supply of adium in in Lucidel, 
Uh, Which will come to later find that that's Breeze. Yeah, Breeze did that. Uh, and for uh, this, this, this made me mad. How Vin just wins against a yeah. fully trained person at his own game. That doesn't. It's like. Uh, it's that's like, just one thing in my opinion you just have to accept it i think i agree with you i i yeah i didn't like it i was just it's like last book whenever she was better at seeking the marsh it's like what she wasn't actually you recall she couldn't differentiate who was burning what or something like that oh yeah was she was she better than kelsey at it she was better. Oh, yeah. she was better. but she was also better than uh marsh in the sense that she could pierce a copper cloud that that also makes me mad. It's like, how no, can she... till he, you know, oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. till he really ironize. <laughs> but like, it's just my, it's just the thing that annoys me so much. Is like, okay, well she can one v one ham this fully trained, uh, you know, really strong guy at his only thing that he's mastered for whoever knows how long. Exactly, right? That's that's why I don't like and she's it's not like she was using any other elements yet. Yeah. Um like she just, she can pierce a clo- copper cloud for some reason. It's just and what she's been a misform for 6 months at the time. Yeah. She can pierce a copper cloud. And Well, you know we know that there has to be something. Yeah. Right? Like there, oh, that's there, true. that there is something deeper about that like only inquisitors can do it. But she can do she can do it for some whatever the reason is we don't know but like um i hope i hope it's not main characterism i hope it's something okay so i don't know if i've ever brought this up before legitimately this, i don't like main characters in any movie show book i ever read like yeah. right like i don't like naruto i don't like goku i don't like um harry potter i don't like vin um Except Wheel of Time. Well, there's Seriously. a lot of well, there's some books that uh, from you told me that they just don't main character doesn't even show up. So can you even call them? A no. Main character? Uh, so there was one book where he doesn't show up. Oh. Um, so but, so yeah, could you even say that he's a main? No, character? he's for sure. Main oh, he's like for sure a main <laughs> character. Um, he, you know, he shows up predominantly throughout the book. And everything like that, um, but he—he he is not even joking. My favorite, one of my favorite characters in the series, possibly my favorite character in the entire series. But the fact that it's a the main character who's my favorite—that's never happened before. And Wheel of Time is the only one. So, you know, this isn't new for me not to like a main character. So don't don't think this is a knock against. That's just yeah. how I am with. Characters. It feels like then has that main character plot armor and plot spear. Yeah. Go with it. it it's not a... It's, it wasn't just the 1v1 against um, Ham, and it wasn't just the piercing copper cloud. Copper cloud. It was the... Also the pulling. Uh, the Lord Ruler's yeah. pierced things. But that also... There's something the with mist. that. That was yeah. a mist, right? I yeah. That was mist and Ham. Yeah, there's something with that because the Lord Ruler could do that too, but no other elementary can do that. But so those two in the last book didn't bother me nearly as much as this. Yeah. Because this is just full on pewter only fight. There's no like, oh, I can 
Well, I mean, if we establish that her bronze is enhanced, establish that her steel and push and iron pull are enhanced, I would assume then that would mean her computer is enhanced, too. I hope there isn't that. I hope that Peter enhances everybody the same because all it does is make you strong. Right. Um, and I do, and I do think that it goes back to also the whole thing that Ham said that you know, you could be stronger, right? But it it doesn't bring you to. I will say this: it doesn't. I don't think it brings you to the same level, right? Like if if I'm strong and then I burn pewter, I can maybe lift three hundred pounds. If you're weaker than me and you burn pewter, you could probably lift two hundred pounds. Yeah. So I like it makes both of you stronger, but stronger on the same level, right? It, it's not Farukami. So. But yeah, so anyways, um we yeah, we spent quite a bit of time on that. Uh so anyways, uh they they did build a little sorry, um they did build the magic system a little bit more. They said that Finn could jump higher because she's lighter. Yeah. Was Peter. Mm. Yeah. So that's just some little But Orsor has completed his transformation and now he is a wolfhound. Yep. I don't know why he's complaining, I'll be that if you don't have a body, having a body of a dog while having the cognitive function of like a human, yeah, tight. Um. So, anyways, chapter seven says that this is says that back to the Ska plantation, and uh, they're still living in hovels. They're not even going to like their uh, noble man's like house, even mm-hmm. which I thought that was crazy. And Seizet kind of feels guilty, right? Because he wants to do his duty of teaching, but he also wants to investigate the death, right? Like, he, he's kind of come to realize that that's not his job. It's just a death, whatever, move on. He has to go back to his job as a keeper and spread the knowledge. But he, inside, he doesn't want to. Um, and kind of uh, coincidentally, I guess, um, the wheel weaves, the wheel wills. Uh <laughs> A female scar runs up and says that the Lord Ruler has returned. And I, at the time, I was like, "This has to be like, uh, like a, a mist." Yeah, form that's what thing, I thought. Right? It was like, too. I was like, "This yeah. has to be a mist thing, right?" Or maybe a conjure or something. Yeah, yeah, uh, maybe, yeah. Um, so, uh, but it's just Marsh, yeah. uh, which I actually liked, right? Because to anyone outside of Luthadel, they've probably never seen the Lord Ruler. So they them, probably think they, that he, he yeah, just that an he's just an Inquisitor. Yeah. You know, so it made sense. Um, and Marsh seems even more distant now, and he calls the Inquisitors his brethren. I feel like that has something to do with that. I don't know if Lord Ruler was controlling the Inquisitors, like, directly controlling them, and that's why he was kind of annoyed, slash shocked, slash, like, super surprised, which I guess is shocked. As to why he, why Marsh like betrayed them, super and, surprised or shocked. Yeah. <laughs> so he basically comes and says, like, you know, you need to return to Luthadel, and it's only just begun. The mists are coming out during the day, so apparently that's confirmed not just in this plantation that Scott, uh, Scott says that's in, but other places as well. Yeah. And the Lord Ruler is just a cog in a bare wheel. Mm-hmm. The wheel weaves, the wheel wheels with that head. All is it's part of the wheel of time. Uh, so Zazen mentioned a synod, so I'm assuming that that's like a like a board of keepers that kind of yeah decide what or what not to do. 
because uh, they decided that um, this guy need information about like government and well, yeah, you know, this is what they've been waiting for forever. Like now, it's like okay, go out into the world and teach. Yeah, which I like. You know, it's their way of quickly. Okay, let's get back. Maybe their the agenda horse. is to teach all of the ska to serve the, the terrorists. Yeah. yeah, the old switcheroo. <laughs> um, so. Chapter eight, Vin's jumping around Lupido and Orsor is able to keep up somehow. I don't really necessarily, I don't know if I'd buy that, but whatever. Um, <laughs> so the watcher appears. Well, we again. don't know, uh, sorry, uh, we don't know like how quick these wolfhounds are in this world, too. True, but I guess she's not probably not using pewter to run like enhance her running i guess so i guess it makes sense and we did see later that whenever she actually went full speed you had to catch up yeah okay that's fair um so watcher appears again and they kind of chase each other a bit and he finds her with piercing a copper clod and she's actually really smart about this she doesn't reveal that she knows how to do it so she kind of lets him go um so she tries out derailment again and like Everything gets magnified, her tin, pewter, everything, yeah. and like just completely knocks her on her butt. Um, and the watcher actually comes out and shows his face, and he looks kind of familiar. Which I have, at, okay. I have a theory. Cool. Uh, so I think, he, remember whenever uh, the assassins were coming to kill Ellen? At, okay. Back then, there was a Mistborn that ran away. One of the eight assassins? No, no, no. Oh, not not then. Back, back, back. Like whenever Shan was killing. Oh. No, no, no. The, the one of the two. You're talking about the, one of the two Mistborn. One of those. One of those Mistborn died. But there was one that ran, right? Mm-mm, I don't think so. Like Shan was one Mistborn. The other Mistborn was the one that died. Like, were we saying like hypothetically kind of because Vin used one yeah. of the armor of one of the soldiers as an anchor and they kind of just pushed that anchor yeah. off the side of the wall. Oh yeah, I, I swear one ran though. No, am I wrong? Okay, but regardless, who do you, who are you thinking that that is? I, I thought it was one of... Uh, okay, that... Oh, like, Ilario's Mistborn? Yeah, okay. because I, I had thought this before whenever I read that chapter, like, in But Final that Empire. Mistborn was going to come back? Yeah, I thought he was going to like, you, I remember you, okay. you killed Shan. <laughs> okay. Um, and, or... I'm pretty sure he's dead, though. I might need to go back and confirm that, but I'm pretty sure that that Mistborn had died. Remember we were talking about how pathetic he yeah. had died? Yeah. <laughs> Which, my God, if Poor you're a like, he, that's one of those, like, lying on your resume and you get the job kind of thing. <laughs> like, how are you not carrying on, like, a metal clip to whatever? Um, so, and he, okay, this, he says that he's insane. Like, he come, like, he seems like an edgy teen to me. Um, he's, he's like, telling. he says he's insane. And he asks her why she's playing their game, and then leaves. Uh, so, Orsur was carrying vials, like more metal vials, in his shoulder, which yeah. I'm like, man, that's pretty. That's cool. an awesome companion. Yeah, uh, this would be so great. And then enters chapter nine, shortest chapter I think I have ever seen in my life. This was on my, I read on my uh, Mac, and three pages. <laughs> Yeah, my e-reader is tiny. That was four pages, and the first page was like half covered yeah, half by the epigraph. Yeah, yeah. 
Like so, <laughs> like so. Cezad notes again that Marsh is kind of acting distant and stuff. I also recall the irony of iron eyes. <laughs> yeah, no pun intended. So, <laughs> um, and Cezad does say that, like you know, uh, he tries to remain close to Marsh. You know, the rest of the crew's kind of gone, uh, you know, more distant from Marsh, and he kind of feels bad for him. Um, and then Marsh just says that Cezad should be in Lucidel, and that's where they're walking to um, now. I suspect. So in the epigraph of this, uh, Quan says that he met Alendi when he was just a wee little lad uh, in Hellenium. Uh, <laughs> and wasn't changed at the time by, by a decade of leading armies. It reminded me of the very, very first epigraph when he said, in the end, I'm the one with the army. Yeah. So there was something there. In that, that decade, was, yeah, no, something right? Happened. Like he, he, I think he had to unite the world or something. Like he, he had lost, to pro- yeah, he lost his innocence because he was apparently just like like a a dude, yeah, you know, you know, and he's just a guy just ripped out of I think blacksmith or something like that, and he just ripped out from that society. He's like, all right, yeah. you got to save the world now. And they said that he's, he's like not um, like cruel, but he's like ruthless. Yeah. Yeah, and he, I mean, he started off as a good guy, you know, and that maybe just... like sort of like clubs. Clubs isn't cruel, but he's kind of just like. So I wonder if that's why Quan wasn't wanting him to. Right, he's just like okay, he because the hero of ages why they say the world or, or destroy it, and he for sure is going to destroy it, so we can't let him. I I I don't know, uh, because like, I feel like it has something to do with the terrace because Quan. Was a terrace. Yeah. Rashik was a terrace. Uh, it has something to do with that, I feel like. And, and there's something in between Quan and Alendi that's like, okay, he can't be the hero of ages. I don't think it was personality thing. I think it was more of prophecy. But I don't think the prophecy actually confirmed that it's only a terrorist that could be. Right? I think that was Rashik's racism that said that only one of us can be here of ages. How can we have the prophecy of the here of ages and that prophecy be talking about somebody else? The prophecy didn't say? That I d- from what I remember, I don't think so, right? Like, I don't... Huh. I could be wrong, but I don't think that I had specified that, like, oh, it has to be, a, you know, somebody, a terrorism. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't think it was personality things, though. I feel like... That's I fair. don't know if it's... It's not the terrorism thing either, yeah. but it's something... So, anyways, chapter 10. Um, Ellen's about to give a speech to the assembly. Again, trying to get them to give him more time. Uh, Vin's kind of noting that, like, he's trying to make everybody happy, which seems like a very political thing to do. Um, Not saying that he's doing it out of politics, but, like, he legitimately is trying to make sure that everyone's kind of covered there. Uh, And, you know, being a... He seems like a guy trying to be a responsible ruler, and I can sympathize with that. But... um, and she does bring up, you know, if everyone's a nobleman, then no one is. Uh, so Vin clearly does not prescribe to Karl Marx. Um, <laughs> and he does. she does also bring up that obligators somehow are still allowed to exist under Ellen's system, which, again, goes back to I think he doesn't just want to, like, just kill people. Uh, but she brings up, like, you know, if she had it her way, they'd be executed. And I'm not sure I disagree with her, right? Because it's not like they were nobility. Right, like they were legitimately oh, like, yeah. carrying out the law. 
Oh, I, I would have had so. Especially like they, it's not like they uh, apologize or anything. They still think. Yeah, think. right. Like they think <laughs> what they did was right, and they continue. I'm sure to do uh, some very messed up things behind the closed yeah. doors. So uh, they um, different parties bring up different um, points. Um, some say like you know we should have gotten mercenaries, uh, which I, I'm sure if I disagree with that. Um, and then some say we should beg for mercy from Straff. You know, if we beg for mercy, that he won't kill us all. And then, you know, maybe let us retain some stuff. Phelan actually is a merchant scout who seems suspicious of Ellen. And I, um, I don't remember Phelan. Phelan oh, yeah. yeah. Was he the cool one? I was... No, that's Penrod. Penrod, right. Um, which I'll get to in a second. So, and then after that, they just constant squabbling. Lord Penrod. Is uh, he's one of the noble who actually stayed in Luthadel, and <laughs> and no, and he uh, he kind of speaks up and says, you know, what if we work out a deal with uh, uh, Straff and try and get as much from him as we can, right? Like make the best of a bad situation. I think that's also not a bad idea, um, realistically speaking, right? Like I'm sure there's going to be some plot stuff, and we will see it next chapter so they agree to kind of give ellen a little bit more time and then vin sees a terrorist woman in the crowd um and she's kind of wary of her because you know she should be about her business right yeah and he's kind of you know ellen kind of laughs it off it's like you really think a terrorist woman's gonna kill me um yes she will cry <laughs> for sure because you just said that yeah <laughs> again not everything is foreshadowing <laughs> so uh one of clubs and messengers rushes in Another army has arrived. Da -da -da, chapter eleven. So it's Lord Set's army. The the same. Yeah, same. Assassins. Yep, same guy who sent the assassins. So now I like this. That like all watching the army and like Ellen like is like super nervous and he looks at the Scott crew, like the the thief crew, mm -hmm. and they're all like just sitting there like just another day in the office. And he's just like, how oh, can they still calm? But I can say as a guy who has a good like poker face, they're probably internally screaming. Right. Um, so they realize that, oh man, Breeze is coming out and like he's broken off from, you know, Seth's army and he's like galloping towards the castle. Or sorry, Lucidel. And he's being chased by horse archers. So Vin jumps off, burns Duralman, and holy crap, when she lands, like that's like an artillery shot, right? Like everything goes flying everywhere and. So she, long story short, she, she saves Breeze. Um, and oh man, it's so nice to have Breeze. Yeah. You know, and... Uh, he, he, he's like kind of comic relief. Yeah, for sure. And I did actually forgot to bring up that earlier around Chapter 5, Dachshund Returns. So, because, you know, uh, whenever they're seeing Breeze coming in, Dachshund is... Uh, Whenever they bring him back to the keep, um, yeah, Dox is there. So Vin doesn't tell the crew about Orsor yet, uh -huh. which is actually a good thing. We'll get to in a second. Um, but yeah, so Breeze kind of meets up, and he says that he actually intentionally led the army to Luthadel because his idea is that if we can bring him uh, another army that's just as strong as Strath Ventures, then now you got a good old Mexican standoff, right? 
you got the defender, the people in the castle who are the weakest. Now, all of a sudden, they have a lot of time to work something out. Right? Because if I'm, if I'm Strath Venture, if I attack the castle, now Set's army attacks me from the back, and then he captures the castle. Uh-huh. Set also can't do the same. If they fight each other, then they leave themselves severely weakened, and then the castle's army now has all the strength in the world to hold off against their offense, right? So, like, there's no... You know what I mean? Like, this is actually very well thought out by Breeze, and he was yeah, actually the one who spread the, the rumors, like we said earlier, about the ATM, the ATM yeah. thing. So, yeah, good job, Breeze. Um, <laughs> like I said, Breeze was probably my favorite character in this book. Um, anyways, uh, they get back... Um, to a room because Captain Demo says that um, you know we, you wanted to would you like us to clean up your skeleton or whatever that you yeah. left and um, it's you know it's a broken bones that's the one that Ursula had and then Captain Demo is like would you like us to clean up the other one <laughs> um, so there is another skeleton cleaned out completely clearly Chandra and. Orsur says that it's been just uh, eaten within the last few hours, and that means I mean, we don't know who it is, right? It could be Gloves. He met up with them a little bit later. Ham met up with them a little later. Doxon was gone for a bit, came back, you know? The only one we know it's not is Breeze. Spook was also gone, I think, for a bit. And Captain Demo. Yeah. <laughs> and, I mean, and a bunch of other nameless characters, right? It could be any Scott servant, which I don't think it is, but it could be any Scott servant. Yeah. And and one of the biggest things, they don't kill. So whatever the whoever it is, they have somebody with them. They have to. Right? They so have to. Two two imposters. That means. Maybe not two imposter, but like another assassin who's in the area. Do you so, get what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, because they can't kill humans, so they had to have somebody kill the human for them. Yeah. So here's my prediction for the identity of this imposter. It is that Chandra, mm-hmm. the the wolf, or swear, or swear is the imposter. Okay. Because he was acting weird as all heck. He was respectful, and yeah, he was respectful. He wasn't being an angsty teen. So, okay. <laughs> uh, but, and it would make sense too because maybe those bones were left from a while ago, but if it's not Orsware, then he would just say that these bones were left like recently. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, it, it could be him. I'm thinking it's him, but it could literally be anybody. It could be one of the maids, probably, you know? <laughs> but, uh, I, I'm thinking it is somebody named, but I'm. It probably is somebody named. There's no way. I have a feeling it's Doxon. And Dox. also thought it was Captain Demo for a while. Demo, Again, yeah. anything yeah. that I say... Oh, yeah. For those of you jumping onto the podcast now, I have read the books in the past. Any predictions I make, you know, you could say, oh, well, you already read the books. So is that a spoiler? No. Any predictions I'm making are the exact predictions I made when I read the book. And I remember these predictions because I just read the book a year ago. So I remember... Exactly what I was thinking when I came to. So yes, I, I think it's Doxon or Demo. 
I if think we're looking at a timeline, right? Like we know it's not Breeze for sure. He yeah, just came yeah. in. Not Breeze. Um, not Van Orland, of course. Why is it not Owens though? She was. He was with her that whole time. Oh right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah, he was with her. And then Ham. Remember, he had left. Yeah. Oh no no. He took some time getting to the wall too. I think right. Yeah. Clubs did for sure. Like clubs didn't appear right away. Yeah. So okay. One, so one it could these... literally be anyway. We're just naming off every character yeah. at this point. So. Yeah, I mean, I think that'll about do it from us for that episode. That's part one of the Well of Ascension. Yeah. And next time we'll be, believe it or not, covering part two. Dude, yeah, I want to rip through list. this book, man. Yeah, no, I do as well. I, I Not necessarily because I don't like it, but I think it's just, um, you know, if we can keep this pace up and maintain the quality, then why not? Yeah. So thank you guys for listening in. Uh, I again have posted the Discord server and every one of the episodes is on the Twitter too. And follow our Twitter too. Uh it'd be really fun to talk to you guys, interact with you guys. I'm on every day other than Monday, Tuesday nights. Even late night Monday, Tuesday I'll be on, on Discord. Uh we check our phones like immediately if you want to tweet to us or anything. Please, please, please contact us, reach out to us. Not contact, reach out, but you know what I mean. Interact with us. Thank you. Yeah, let us know if there's anything that we can do to improve the quality of the podcast. Um, no, we're still learning and everything. Um, but yeah, uh, we're hoping to finish Well of Ascension shooting soon and then on to Hero of Ages. Yeah, all right. Well, until next time, guys. Thank, Thank you. you.